right, what is up, Art World? So excited for you to be listening. This is our very first uh, episode, and uh, I am Miss Art World. I am a professional artist, and I am here with my co-host, Lisa. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> excited to be here today. I am not a professional artist, but um, I'm intrigued about art, and I'm ready to learn right along with you. Um, or be judged by those who already know so much oh, more than I. No judgment <laughs> in this podcast. That is what is key. We are here for the beginners, the people that have been around art and just want to have a podcast to listen to what is going on in the art world so, without any judgment from anyone. Snob free zone. <laughs> we might get a little snobby, but it's not at anyone in particular. Exactly. Right? It's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, should we just dive on into it? Let's do it. All right, so I think the biggest thing that the art world um, is talking about right now is Netflix's brand new movie, Velvet Buzzsaw. Yes. Yes, and you actually sent this to me. I did. I was like, watch this. <laughs> and I'll be honest, if we're going to be transparent to our followers, <laughs> Which um, we should. I did not watch all of it. I am a scaredy cat, and even though it was a satirical thriller, I was thrilled nonetheless and had to turn it off. <laughs> Which is great. But um, I have a few questions about it, because you watched the entire thing. I did. And you are highly involved in the art world. Mm-hmm. Um, so artists aren't happy with the movie. And I don't know, so artists and the art world have very many different players. So you have the artists... You have the gallerists, you have the art buyers, and you have the crit- critics. And I don't know how artists feel about this movie, because I'm an artist, and mm-hmm. I actually really enjoyed watching this movie, because I feel like when you go to an art fair, you really feel like what it's like in the movie, where people go up to different pieces, and they're either well-accepted or they're not, um... So I enjoyed the fact that they were portraying the art world as snobs and elitists because they are. And if anyone is telling you that they're not, they haven't really been in the art world. But I know that gallerists and art critics are not enjoying this movie because really that is what the movie is criticizing those two groups of people. That's what I was kind of going to ask. Is it hitting too close to home for those people? Definitely. Definitely. And it is. Um, it's Hollywood eyes, so of course, um, you take that with it. But it there is a whole lot of realness in this movie, um, that I think it does hit way too close to home for a lot of critics and galleries. Okay, and kind of going off that, um, one of the biggest uh, kind of complaints I was reading about was critics don't have that much power. It's being portrayed that this guy's running the art world. Um, but it was by, I believe, a gallerist that was quoting that. Um, mm. What would you say as an artist? Do critics really have that much influence and control, especially here in Los Angeles? You know, it's so interesting that it was based in Los Angeles when I, because I didn't do that much research into the movie before watching it. And I was so surprised that it was in LA and not New York, because everything in the art world is usually based out of New York. Um, so, really happy that it was in LA. Um. Now I forgot your question. <laughs> I was so do, excited. That was my question was: Um, do critics have that much power oh. and influence? Like, do you feel that um critics have a control over like your professional um success or failures? 
So I was reading, and actually I read it off of Jerry Salt's um, Instagram. Who this um, was supposed to be based off of. Yes. Yeah. Uh, And I feel like from his um, comments that he was excited that it was based off of him. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, And I could be wrong about that, but it definitely was based off of him. He has a lot of influence, like a crap ton of influence. But I feel like he's a very rare Mm -hmm. um, breed of critic. He's like one in maybe five that actually have influence over an artist's career. Yeah. Most critics don't. Interesting. How do you become a critic? Uh, Art writing. Okay. Mm -hmm. You usually get a gig for like a newspaper and then if people actually think that your uh, critiques are legitimate and that you actually have something to say, uh, then you, you know write for the New York Times. Interesting. And, okay, that's really cool. Yeah. But um, in the movie, he has a line, and I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was like, better to be um, have a bad critique than to be forgotten. And it's so true in the art world. Like, if no one is talking about you, that's worse than having a critique that says, like, you're the worst artist ever. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. So at least one way someone knows your name. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say Jerry Salt's critic level, which is what this movie is based off of, yes, he has that much power. Wow. That's mm-hmm. incredible. Mm-hmm. All right. That's super interesting. Um, so kind of going off that, I wanted to see your critique on something and, you know, give my uneducated <laughs> critique as well. Sphere as an art piece. Mm-hmm. That was, um, to the point I was watching, it seemed to be like the big talk at Art Basel um, in the movie. What did you think of it? Like, as an actual art piece? If it was an actual art piece that you walked up to, what do you think of it? I would be into it. Would you? Yeah. It was so Chicago beanie. I I agree. (laughs) Completely. You know? I was like, come on. But I do, I think what is really popular right now within the art world is, Mm -hmm. like, giving the viewer or the audience an experience. Okay. And so that portion of it, like, sticking your arm in and then you get this... Yeah. Sensation. mm Mm-hmm. I think made it a successful piece, but you're totally right. It should have had a different form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay, so would you say when a piece uh, gives a sensation, gives something off like that, is that almost a cross between um, I don't I don't know what the piece would be called, but um, like performance art and a sculpture? Um. Or am I, I could be completely off here. Performance art is where the artist uses their body. Okay. So it could be like an experiment or um, experiment. I'm not going to be able to Experiment. Experience. (laughs) Experience. There you go. Gosh darn it. I got you. (laughs) It could be an experience if the artist that's performing um, is uh, bringing in the audience. So like Marina Abranovich's piece where you sit in front of her and you're just staring at mm-hmm. each other the whole time that um is performance art that is yeah we're, experience yeah where the um guest is almost part of the performance because mm-hmm. they're having the experience yes interesting but the sphere uh would be a um it wouldn't be considered performance art because the artist isn't there okay uh using their body it's a sculpture giving the experience to the audience okay mm-hmm. so cool um 
So I was going to dive into Art Basel next, but do you have anything you want to close out with about the movie from your thoughts? I just want to say I I did enjoy it. Uh, it's a bad movie. Terrible. Terrible. It was really bad. Like, if you <laughs> go into it thinking, like, you're going to sit down and watch a really serious, like, horror yeah. uh, movie, you're going to be super disappointed. You know what scared me? <laughs> <laughs> have, like, a couple glasses of wine and be ready to laugh at everything that okay. is happening on the screen. Not you, Lisa. Yeah, no, don't watch I'm it. I'm <laughs> such a scaredy cat. It's terrible. I mean, everyone should watch it, I think, just to get this, like, uh, view into the art world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but know that it overall it's not a good movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, one thing that I do think, like on my last note on Velvet Buzzsaw, is for everyone who's not a part of the art world, I think it'll shed a, a light like on Art Basel. Because before mm-hmm. I was introduced to the art world, I didn't know what Basel was. And I mean, and it's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've actually performed. You've been an artist at Art Basel. Woo-hoo. What? Yeah, what yeah. up? I'm <laughs> sitting with like art royalty right now, guys. Um, oh, stop it. <laughs> But uh, was that actually filmed on the same grounds? It looked like it. If okay. it wasn't, um, I would be very surprised. That looked exactly like how Basil is. Really? Mm-hmm. It's huge. Yeah. You have to take like an entire day to go through the whole Dang. thing. Um, and that is very much how the booths are set up and that kind of feel of walking around and just seeing a ton of art. Um uh, when I've been at Basel, it's been very crowded. Okay. So I would actually, to critique the movie, there would be a crap ton of people yeah. there with all of them. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Dang. Um, okay, so something interesting happened at Art Basel this year when you attended. Um, your oh. sash was taken away. <laughs> it Miss was. Art World was de-sashed. Yeah. So, like, what happened? How did they do that? Like, you are a performance artist. You were giving them, like, a free show this year I by was. just being in attendance, <laughs> and they de-sashed you. They did. So I um, had a dress on that I custom made mm-hmm. for Basil. Yeah. Um, and it had all these negative words um, that were that are used towards women. So It was a feminist statement yes. in a dress. Yeah. So yeah. taking ownership of these very negative words that – uh, people call women sluts, whores, um, and then I had my sash on. And I wasn't going to Basel to perform. I was just going there um, as Miss Art World mm-hmm. and wearing my statement dress. And I because you Miss Art World performed in twenty seventeen, uh, and then attended in twenty eighteen. Okay. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, perfect. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> um, and so I get through security, and everyone's like super excited. I'm yeah. there. They're like, "Oh, Miss Art World's there." And then we get through the door, and there's a guy in a suit, and we stop because we're getting a map, and he walks around me fully and then talks in his walkie-talkie and then comes up and tells me, I'm also wearing, like, glasses. Okay. Like, really cute Hello Kitty type okay, of yeah, glasses. Yeah. And he was like, you can't wear um, either of these two things. And he pointed to my glasses and my sash. And I was like, well... I can, I, I totally understand if I'm hiding my face yeah. that that can be a security issue. For sure. So I took off the glasses, but I was really upset that he told me I couldn't wear my sash because it's just, like, why? Yeah. And I asked him why I couldn't wear it, and he said, you just can't. Oh, that's not an answer. No. That just kills me. And, like, it's, for such an inclusive environment, I mean, this is the art world. Mm-hmm. 
how do they take away such a statement piece? And on that same premise, what's the difference between your sash and someone else's necklace? It's doing no harm. Exactly. And it's, it felt at the time like, oh, this is just another man telling me that I Absolutely. can't wear something. Absolutely, yeah. Like, there's something wrong with my clothing. Yeah. Um, and there are so many artists nowadays that use their appearance to mm-hmm. make a statement. So, like, Pandemonia. Yeah. Pandemonia. She wears a fully, like, full-body yeah. latex um, outfit. Like, her uh, face and hair and everything's covered. Exactly. And she's a superstar in yeah. the art world. I can't imagine them saying that she can't go into art world, uh, art, art battle. <laughs> yeah. Um, and have to show her face. Could you imagine? Yeah. Cause her whole thing is, uh, being anonymous. Yeah. It just blew me away. I was so angry and I was fired up that I was like reading through their rules and to mm-hmm. see if there was anything that said that you no can't. sashes. Yeah. Yeah. And there was nothing. So I was going to go talk to like the security yeah. office. Um, uh, but my husband was like, no, no, like, Dude. Don't worry about it. So he, he calmed me down, but um, when we had like two hours left, I just threw it on. Damn. Cause... All right. Well, Art Basil, if you're listening, uh, this uneducated <laughs> art fan is steaming right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am steaming. <laughs> I, I can't tell you how upset I was because I was, out, out of everything, I thought that they were going to tell me I couldn't wear my dress. Absolutely. I had a second in, outfit in, some, in my car. In some ways, the dress could be considered vulgar, or if there's yes. a child present. I could see that, but your sash, and it's such a big part of your message as an artist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Earthquake. Uh, that's Lisa's LA for you. phones. Because <laughs> she's steaming. I was steaming. I threw my phone down. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just so surprising in the art world that I hate... Art is about not having any rules, and yeah. if you throw a rule at me, I'm like, this is It's all about coloring outside of the lines. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I hate rules. I but hate Art Basel was great for anyone that went, if you haven't gone. Uh, the one that I went to was in Miami. Mm-hmm. They do have one in Basel, which is even bigger than the I can't one even in imagine. I know. Okay. We'll have to go one day. Oh, we will. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, I guess my... Last big question for you, which will be an ongoing segment, mm-hmm. is um, the critics and when they're in the movies and they're walking around, um, they had these lines, right? Mm-hmm. And they were vague. I and freaking they were fun. love their lines. I love it. And like, I have found that like, when I'm at a gallery, I'm always like, if someone says anything, um, I'm like, what, what can I say? Like, what if I'm looking at a piece of artwork and, like, I don't know, you mm-hmm. know? So as an artist, as a, uh, you know, you have your master's, <laughs> give, me, give me a good liner. Give me a one-liner where someone comes up to me, I, I can sound smart. <laughs> so I love starting off my sentences uh-huh. as a, a conceptually. 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 I feel that this piece... Okay. Is speaking to, and then you can kind of give like something an opinion. else. Yeah. Yes, but if you always start off your sentence using With conceptually, conceptually uh, people will will be impressed. So always. I could be like conceptually. Mm-hmm. I really feel that this speaks to the depth of the piece. Yeah, this stroke line. <laughs> <laughs> no, this stroke. Oh man, I'm butchering it already. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. You could, yeah, you could pinpoint like. The strokes of the painting yeah. really emphasize the 
the meaning that the artist is trying to, to portray. Exactly. Oh. oh. <laughs> the color within uh, the painting is really uh, dominating my uh, view of society. <laughs> like I, I love it. You don't want to like bull bullshit it too yeah, much, yeah, yeah. but a lot of it is. Um, a lot of it is just kind of going with your first take on a piece. Yeah. And the wonderful thing about in the art world is no one's ever wrong. Um, but Unless you, <laughs> you are. <laughs> no, no. As long as you can uh, argue your way to what you think the meaning yeah. is about. Uh, but we're not there yet. We're just we're not. going with a one-liner. I want a one-liner. I'm going to be vague, and then I'm just going to walk away from the individual. Yeah. Just like that guy did in the the critic in the movie. <laughs> just says something, just walks away. Exactly. Yeah. Mic drop. What? <laughs> and then everyone's impressed. That's all I want in life. <laughs> just be impressed with me, guys. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So if you enjoyed this today, please subscribe. Mm-hmm. Hit us with that five star. Mash that review com- button. Tell us what you <laughs> comment button. <laughs> Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you like. Just what you all like. of it. Um, hit us with some love, guys. You can also find us on Twitter at uh, Miss Art World. Yep. You can tweet us. Tweet at us. Uh, or Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you can even hit me with that personal follow at Call the Police. Oh. oh, for some not art content. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking for just. Some or at Miss Art World <laughs> for some art. Uh, and we are planning to do podcasts weekly and launching them every every few days. Every few days, <laughs> we're gonna really uh, get that cleared up by our next one. Um, every we, Wednesday. Honestly, we might even hit you with two podcasts in the first week. Dang. Dang. There's a lot going on in the art world right now and that we, we do, have to. We need to cover it all. It's true. It's true. We're, we're gonna do so well. <laughs> And be humble about it. Exactly. Like the art snobs that we almost are. (laughs) All right. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.